On this Aviation Special, we take a look at the Atlas IED and Fine collaboration coming out of Infocom 2023, where they're going and what it means to have a collaboration like this in the commercial space. All that and more next on this Aviation Special. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. It's Tim Albright with AV Nation with an AV Nation special taking a look at the Atlas IED and Fine collaboration announced this year at Infocom and with me to talk about that very thing. First and foremost, uh, a gentleman I've known for a number of years, Matt Soshevsky, uh from Atlas IED. Welcome, sir. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Uh, a couple of gentlemen I got to, I've got i gotten to know uh, since, they, since they joined Atlas. First is Ivan Schwartz. Ivan, welcome, sir. And lastly is Graham Henry. Graham, uh, welcome, sir. Good morning. Good morning. Um, Matt, I'm going to start with you. Um, not for nothing, but, but we're going to talk uh, some specifics here in, in a second. And, and the 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 strategy behind uh, Atlas and Fine coming together, but but first g- give folks an overarching like you, you know Atlas has made speakers by themselves for years, right? That that's, this is not a, a new thing. But what makes this collaboration, what makes this partnership different than other Atlas uh, speakers? Yeah, I, that's a great question or a good place to start. Um, well, what's different is uh, certainly. Um, Atlas ID, we've been making speakers a long time. We could, we could definitely uh, do something uh, different or unique um, ourselves. But what we found uh, when we wanted to look at bringing something technically different to the, to the commercial market um, and our, our connections with, with some of the people at Fine, we started talking to them and it just made sense to do a collaboration. You know, we call it a technology partnership and collaboration because we we not only um, invested in the company, but we're we're also collaborating with them on developing, designing uh, commercial uh, ceiling speakers and and other speakers. Um, so, you know, we looked at the uniqueness there and just and just said that that seems right. So why don't we just find a way to work together? And um, it's been, uh, well, it's been great working with them and, and, and actually finally getting a, you know, a product out that we could show um, at Infocom and so on. Um, it's, you know, I think the proof, as they always say, is in the pudding. And, and certainly in our demo room, we showed what that collaboration did. Yeah, that was one of the things if, if you didn't get a chance to go with to Infocom or you didn't get a chance to stop by the, the Atlas demo room, first and foremost, it was generally uh, pretty packed uh, yeah. <laughs> throughout that week. Um, I, Ivan, I want to bring you in on this. When, when you were talking to customers that week, right, what was what was the feedback you were getting as they were experiencing this specific line of speakers for the first time? Just that they're really excited that uh, Atlas ID was getting into a higher-end product, that it sounded great. They were really excited about the features of it and such. Um, but, you know, it's it's kind of that thing that's been missing for a while. We've had the, the good and the better speakers, but not the best. And yeah. now we've got this super wide range of uh, especially commercial and ceiling product. 
Graham, from a, from an engineering and technical standpoint, Matt mentioned a, a technology partnership. Certainly, you know, there, there's the old adage of, of too many cooks, right? And and, and you can call it and say that, or, or or you know, too many too many people trying to, to put their hands into stuff. Talk about the the kind of the, the tightrope you guys had to walk in this partnership and, and the ultimate out you know the, the ultimate outcome, which uh, you know is a new premium line that gives Atlas their customers and, and eventually the the users of, of these uh, of this technology a better overall you know speaker and a better overall experience. Well, none of the guys sitting here are spring chickens, so we've actually got you know we've got quite a a heritage in that space. Um, and we definitely, you know, fine for 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 all the, the, the powerists and, and what have you. They, they didn't, they weren't moving into the, the commercial space themselves. So that's where the collaboration came from. The question was, do you intend to go to that space because you've got a, you've got a transducer technology that's, that's perfect. Um, for the space, and they didn't want to do that, so that's where the collaboration came from. So, so we wanted to enter the market with this collaboration with a, you know, with a class leading performer. Um, you know, from the offset, have something that's sort of ahead of the curve. Um, it's the, the whole point of the, the the product itself is to to deliver. Wide directivity, a wide tweet, a wide sweet spot, sound great. You know, we invested a lot in in in, in equipment, clipper analyzers, console, multi-physics, various things. It was a we didn't just take the the fine driver itself. We actually made a number of a number of changes for the commercial space. Basically, not everyone not everyone sits on access with a ceiling speaker. Ninety percent of the 90% of the, the audience is off axis. So we want it to be the same all over. And and that's what's that's what's quite quite unique about it. Tim, you mentioned, you know, the old adage, too many cooks in the kitchen. Uh, spoil the broth. Well, in this case, I mean, there were a lot of cooks in the kitchen, but they're all, as Graham pointed out, very seasoned, um, pun intended. And uh, that it it really made a difference in terms of how quickly and um, how precisely we were able to move forward with with those changes Graham talked about of taking um, m- making changes for the commercial space and what I like to say is that because of that collaboration this product has Atlas IED DNA and it has Fine DNA all in the same product and um, the the teams worked really well together um, and and you can t- it's demonstrable by the output. Uh, of the group in terms of the product. Matt, go down that road just for one second, if you would, please. The, the, the Atlas, I, the Atlas IED DNA and the fine DNA. And I'm not going to ask you to, you know, from a, a, a tech, you know, the, the technical specs or, or, or to give me any secrets, but when, when folks experience this and they look at this and, and engineers start specking this and putting this into designs and, and ultimately, you know, somebody walks into a space what does the Atlas DNA mean to you? What what part of this is the Atlas DNA? Well, a couple things. One is the the ease of install. So the dog leg mount that we use yep. and have improved on. We use the dog we use a dog leg mount since our series three, our FAP uh, series three, but we've improved on that and and have um, incorporated that into the Atlas Fine speaker with some 
with some tweaks. Um, so there's the ease of install. And then, you know, Graham was already touching on it in terms of, hey, we, we need to make this transducer in a way that we have better off access response. Um, because in the residential market, you're not as concerned about that because generally you're sitting in the sweet spot or darn near the sweet spot because that's yeah. that's what you do. That's what you want to set up at home. But as Graham pointed out, we're, you know, most installations, no one's sitting in the sweet spot. So how do you get coverage across there? And that that's where, you know, our work uh, came involved in, in our knowledge of the uh, commercial space and in the tweaks we needed to do to get there. And then, then it was a matter of, okay, folks, let's make it happen. If, if you're sitting in, a, in the sweet spot of a commercial install, it's by accident. That's right. right. Yeah, you got, you got lucky. <laughs> Point source is a, a, probably an overused word term nowadays. If it's not winery, it's point source. And and that's not quite true because you have displaced sources on a product. You have you know, it'd be ideal to have a it'd be ideal to have one driver covering all the frequency range, but that's not physically possible. So if we can have those drivers aligned acoustically and in time, then we're getting as close to how sound emanates in nature. Um it's the, it's 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 got to sound natural. It's it's got to it's got to it's got to measure consistently, but it's 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 true point source. That's the that, that's the point. Right. Ivan, you've been involved. Uh, well, all three of you have been involved in, in the industry for a long time. But you know, speakers specifically, I, Ivan, they have you know over the years somewhat become commoditized in certain spaces, right? Uh, oh, the, the, this company now does speakers. Oh, that company now does speakers. And, and you can get everything under under one roof. How do you take a segment like the speaker um, and make it exciting and, and, and get, you know, again, you're not, not for nothing, but, but the end users are really the ones who, who drive this purchase. I mean, yes, the, the integrator certainly ha has a hand in, you know, in recommending, um, based on the experience at Infocom and other places, but, but you know the ultimate the, the, the ultimate decision maker are the people writing the checks. So whether that is is corporate or it's higher education or wherever, how do you get them excited about something that yes they experience? Typically they they don't see in in ceiling you know mounted applications you know you know so certainly cabinets they do. But how do you get them excited in, in a category that has become commoditized? Well, it's it's kind of a running joke at this point, but I I personally am really excited about ceiling speakers, and boring I have a lot of passion for it. Boring is sexy. <laughs> boring is sexy. <laughs> it, it's an interesting market because you would think this would be easy, especially with distributed systems. You yeah. think that the ability to cover an area very evenly with sound would be easy, but uh, we every day experience you know a lot of a lot of discontinuity in in different distributed systems you walk through your average retail environment you walk in and out of high frequency coverage um you walk in an airport you can hear some some messages some you can't and with products like the the isoflare design you're able to have really even coverage because each device is very predictable what it does off axis. 
And so it really is the holy grail of distributed system design where you can properly lay out a system and have just extremely even coverage and not notice when you go from the coverage of one speaker to another. And so once you kind of demo this and explain this, a lot of people have this light bulb go off and it's like, oh yeah, you know, in using these products in the past, we've just kind of compromised. Now we can actually design really high quality distributed systems with extremely even coverage and high intelligibility which is obviously very important in, well, in it, most cases. Yeah, it is. And, and to, to pull on something that we're in, in another area that, that Atlas is also involved in, and you mentioned it there, uh, Ivan, and that is, you know, the airports and, and just mass transportation areas as well. And something Graham said there was, you know, boring is sexy. It, it's also where it, it's, it's, it's an unseen part, right, of, of an install. However, when it's bad, we as as the consumers of that technology know it's bad we just sometimes we don't know we don't know what it is right yeah. so you know and, and any of you, you can answer this but I'll, I'll have ivan start you know how do you how do you convince the, the the customer when the the building itself is still a line drawing right when the when it's still in architecture um a uh, uh, paper right when 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 this is still theoretical However, when you show them, I, I don't know if it's an ease drawing, right, right? That, that shows them the coverage area, but how do we get them to not just conceptualize this, but really experience this before we ever pour concrete? Because sometimes that, that's when the sales is done. The demo. The demo, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, well, sorry, Ivan's answering this. Yeah. Well, as you pointed out, it could be in the ease, you know, you, you can... You can show people visually, but as as Graham said, really the demo tends to be what does does it for people because you can hear the sound quality of a single speaker. You can walk off axis and hear the high frequency coverage of it, and then start to understand what that can do not only in a large distributed system, but also what that can do in terms of control of the sound in very poor uh, acoustic situations in challenging architecture, which we're seeing more and more of these days, uh, and the ability to predict and control where the sound is going is, is crucial for high intelligibility. Airports are a good example. If you actually put uh, you know, a line item in the BOQ, and it would be called the cost of miscommunication as a line item, it'd be pretty high. And, and that's, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult to express the mechanics of what constitutes good or bad sound, um, but everyone appreciates that it has a, a positive effect as well. If it's in leisure, it's more critical in communication. Um, but you know, subconsciously, um, it, it you know it, it makes a it, it makes a huge difference. Um, you know, if it's in the pursuit of leisure, you know. People are more relaxed with good sound. They don't know why. At the end of the day, they'll tend to linger. In, in retail or, or in leisure, that, that, that relates to people people staying longer, spending more money. Yeah. Um, so th th there's a lot of, I guess, they are quantifiable. I was going to say it's not quantifiable, but it is. Um, there has been studies done. But, but I like what you said there about about miscommunication being a line item, right? Now you you, you we can all have you know smart people in math you know 
quantify that in some way, shape or form. Um, but again, there are some critical systems where that's not just a line item, it's a necessity, right? You have to be able to communicate uh, emergency notifications and things of that nature. Um, Graham, I, I know this not, I'm not going to say well, and certainly not as well as the three of you, but talk for a second about that on-axis versus off-axis situation, and because you, you keep using the term, and I, I want you to define it for, for folks. If they're not familiar with what that means, what does on-axis versus off-axis mean, mean to, to you guys and, and to just engineers in general, and why it's critical that the sound intelligibility is, is still there off-axis? If, if you have sources aligned both in the, the horizontal and vertical axis, we, we see, just take a ceiling speaker as a, as a, as a, as a for instance. Some have a, an HF off to one side, some are basically tweeters on a stick. Um, they're coaxes, they're called coaxes, but there are discontinuities in terms of it, the, the ability to um, act as a single point source, if you like. So as you move, it, it, invariably, as you move off axis, you're going to get changes in response. Um, you're going to get changes in level. You're going to get changes in level at different frequencies. It's about keeping that as constant as possible and making it as predictable as possible at the same time. Um, what you hear on axis most of the time isn't quite the same as what you hear off axis. Sometimes it changes in the vertical plane. Sometimes it changes in the horizontal plane. Um, so constant directivity is another, another good term. And that its character doesn't change as you move off axis as well. You will get roll off at the HF, but if, if you maintain that same shape or frequency response, which is hard to do, and a lot of them don't do it, yeah. basically. It's, the, it's these small things that, that, that add up to. All right. I'm going to ask you to do this, and, and Matt, I'm going to start with you. Um, what are you most excited about this this new line and this partnership? Well, just working with the, um, the fine folks, if I can say it that way, um, is is absolutely a pleasure uh as always um and to be working closely with another another group that is aligned with us in terms of uh quality bringing out good products wanting to be successful in the market and all those kinds of things so having that alignment and working with them uh, on top of being able to bring a a premium speaker to the market is, you know, it's like a win-win. All right. Ivan, same question. What are you most excited about? Just the, the current product range and the future. I mean, we've got this great technology partnership that can lead to a lot of new products, not just the range that was introduced. And um, I'm really excited to be working with, with people who are thinking about new and better ways to do things. All right. Graham, what are you what are you most excited about this this new product line? Well, from a from a personal point of view, a self, very selfish point of view, I, I did work with all the guys at Fine in the past. Um, Ivan and I worked together at previous places, so it's almost like getting the band back together as well. And we think we can we can take what we had in the past and we can refine it. Fine, sorry to pardon the pun, um, a little more. And one of the great things is you know. Personally, I've, I've worked with loudspeaker companies and all we've done is loudspeakers. 
the, the, the real strength that Atlas has is, is not just, you know, it's the full signal chain, it's the full ecosystem. We have DSP platforms where we're, we've got, you know, big noise masking. There's lots of places where we can be the, I, I don't like to say one-stop shop because that, that takes away the creativity of a lot of people like the consultant, etc. But it's nice to have have the full signal chain basically as yeah. well. So it can all be tailored for a for an effective solution. Alright. Uh Matt, one last question. Um Atlas has has done a, a number of regional uh events as well as obviously you guys were at Infocom. You'll be at a number of events over the last next year or so. Where can uh people get a demo if they aren't uh, hanging out in, 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 at Infocom this past year. As we get ready to roll out the product, because this is going to be shipping, you know, tail end to Q4, we will, you will see announcements about where we're going to roll out product and, and uh, regional demos. And uh, the next tr- big trade show that we'll be at with the product will be, of course, at ISC in Barcelona in uh, early February. So, yeah, yeah check our website. You know, open open those uh, marketing emails that you get every week, and and you'll you'll get updated on uh, when 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 and where we are. All right, very good. All right, gentlemen, uh, thank you so much, Matt. Uh, you you mentioned it there. Uh, where can people find out more about uh, you and Atlas IED? You can go to atlasied.com. Check out all of the various products, and you can always contact me at Matt Jazewski at atlasied.com. All right, Mr. Schwartz, uh, how can people connect with you? Well, Ivan.Schwartz at uh, atlasied.com. And I'm also on LinkedIn. There aren't too many Ivan Schwartzes, so I'm pretty easy to find. All right. Very good. And Graham, how can people connect with you? Oh, I'm, I spend a lot of time in LinkedIn. Um, <clears throat> and obviously, uh, Graham.Henry at atlasied.com. All right, very good. Thank you guys so much. We will look for those those regional uh, shows as well as obviously ISC in 2024. Uh, for us, for Aviation, go by our website, aviation.tv. That's aviation.tv. Follow this uh, the, the the development here of this program as well as other interviews from Infocom 2023. All that and more at aviation.tv. That's aviation.tv.